Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to an afternoon edition of The Chaser Report. We have Charles Firth, me, Dom Knight, Gabby Bolt and Sammy Shah coming up in just a moment. Sammy, what are we talking about today? I was thinking we'd uh, talk a little bit about our old and dear friend, George Christensen. Oh, wonderful. Oh, wow. Bless. Have you run this by the lawyers? or Not yet. We usually wait until after I'm done defaming everyone and then, yeah. yes. Okay. Charles, during this ad break, can you just text the lawyers and give them a heads up? Yeah, I will. Sammy's <laughs> coming in hot. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. Where to start, Sammy, with the enigma that is George Christensen? Oh, oh, he's such a, he's the gift that keeps on giving. Firstly, I would like to commend the division of Dawson. I have never been to the division of Dawson. It's, um, it's a corner of Queensland. Um, some who have been there have described it as the armpit of Queensland, um, <laughs> which is a remarkable description given that the rest of Queensland is the butthole of Queensland. But um, he, they've voted him in four times now. Yeah. And, you know, now he's retiring um, to focus all his time on conspiracy theory podcasts and trips to Manila. Mm. But the fact that, like, over four elections, they have repeatedly gone, you know what? We looked at all the options in the field. This is the best person to represent us. They they must be a really special place. Um, so here's the thing. Here's what we know about uh, young George is uh, he's taken time out of um, posing with a leather whip. Um, on the cover of a magazine and carrying a gun on the cover of his on on his Twitter account and uh, gone and done a podcast with Alex Jones. Now a lot of people have criticised him for appearing on Alex Jones's podcast. I don't know. Have you guys ever heard Alex Jones's podcast or radio oh, show? Yeah. I'm uh, in, in brief amounts, it's it's hard to listen to more than about a minute without your brain exploding. <laughs> well, I mean, look, that's he, he, the man's a truth seeker. And yeah. he's a truth sayer. And if you can't handle the truth, Dom, then that's just on you. Because as Gabby, you can clearly see, is a fan of yeah. Alex and his uh, opinion mm. that uh, frogs are being turned gay by chemicals. Yeah. And um, I personally it, was very moved by his opinion that uh, Hillary Clinton and Obama both smell like sulfur. That's true. That is very true. He, um, he, I have been. Um, I haven't been close to either of them, but I've heard the same from many scientists and uh, Democrats. Charles has been in the right up next to um, Hillary Clinton. Did you smell any? Sulfur? Uh, no, well, but lizards don't really smell that bad at all. So, oh. I mean, <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> but, um, I like how Gabby went, oh. <laughs> but um, but so, can you just remind me which one Alex mm. Jones is? Because I do actually get my right-wing nut jobs confused. Yes, fair enough. Absolutely. So, so he's, is he the gr- gruff, the one who's, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. He American Allen. Uh, that's, that's right, yeah. right. He's Alan Jones with um, a physique yeah. um, and, and, is and he, more chest hair. Is he InfoWars? Is that the same? Uh, I think so. Yes, oh, yeah, Alex Jones is InfoWars. Yes. Because yes. 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 I've got a whole lot of merch. A friend of mine once bought me basically the entire merch shop uh, range from InfoWars. And so there are things like the ascent of man, you know, going from ape mm-hmm. to human, and then mm-hmm. there's a 5G tower. 
and the human crumples into the ground because they've been destroyed by 5G. Mm, that's how it works. That's yeah. science. <laughs> so I don't understand why you just don't rebrand that as JSO merch and yeah. sell it at all. I know, my son, my, I my son wears that. that T-shirt. <laughs> how have we not started Disinfo Wars? <laughs> we should totally start <laughs> Disinfo Wars. Disinfo Wars. <laughs> it's a great idea. Yeah, with theories that uh, Daniel Andrews is a demon. Mm. Um, that uh, what can we say was staged? Because he Alex Jones's whole thing is that the Sandy Hook um, school wasn't shooting real. Uh, wasn't yeah. real, and that they were all crisis actors. Mm. And, and, no, and the, the Whitlam government that was completely staged. The whole thing, it whole was thing. Just, it literally, literally a soundstage in Canberra yeah. where they filmed it yeah. for three years. <laughs> but he got sued by the the families of the survivors mm-hmm. of uh, the Portland shooter massacres. Sorry, and Charles, survivors. Go on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah the, not yeah. not actors. The a- yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Be clear, he got the sued by the actors <laughs> in that in that uh, false flag operation, and and they won. And I think he like had to pay out millions of dollars, didn't he? Like, isn't he broke? I don't think people like this are broke for very long. The supporters are there. Look, if if my Patreon can reach at this point, I think it's five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Then I'm sure Alex Jones's Patreon is doing gangbusters comparatively. But isn't it beautiful though, Sammy? The way that all yeah. these fringe people from around the world seem to have uh, found one another because traditionally your nut jobs from Australia and the US wouldn't work together. But in well, the age of Zoom and I podcasting, find, they yeah. all they all join up, and you see Alan Jones having a big audience over there. You see George. On uh, on Infowars, Matt Canavan's been on some dubious podcast. It's just like the the sort of international patriarchy. It's almost as though it's a conspiracy theory come true. It's really quite beautiful, I think. I think you know what it is. It's one of those things where if this was a dating app that put Alex Jones and George Christensen together, <laughs> we would be applauding the algorithm for being so accurate. Yes, because what a beautiful and and and. And considered pairing of two like-minded souls, mm. um, just two grotesque human beings who, and I know you shouldn't body shame people, but at some point, that's not even a body. It's just a lump of hair <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and muscle that is liquefied. And, you know, there's some poor women in Manila clearly have to deal with that. And that's their burden. But uh, we also have to consider the fact that we've rep- he's been a representative of Australia in the Philippines now for a while. But anyway, he went on, um, George Christensen went on Alex Jones' podcast. And they did what they do on Alex Jones' podcast. Talked to all about um, comparing Australia to the Third Reich. I think there was uh, uh, comparisons to the Holocaust thrown in for good measure. Because you can't have any conversation. In, with the Alex Jones' podcast without throwing in the Holocaust as a reference point. And uh, overall, he has now been really controversial for the uh, federal government, which has done everything it possibly can to not have to thoroughly punish him for this. Um, mm. So it seems like, yeah, it's, a, it's the lesson from all this means, it seems to be that if you really are a batshit crazy guy who spends all his time on Alex Jones' podcast... It's not that bad. Mm. The Prime Minister won't be too upset about it. But uh, so, so George Christensen, the other thing that's extraordinary is this notion of everyone going to Australian embassies and protesting. It's not usual for a member of the government to foment dissent internationally against their government. The government, right? yeah. That seems a little odd, even for George. But here's the question. Why isn't that being questioned? Like, you know, why isn't that being called out as an act of anti-Australianism? 
Anytime I say that, oh, you know, we've got a little bit of racism in Australia, I'm called anti-Australian and I should leave it if I don't love it. But George Christensen can literally advocate for people to protest the country that he is from at the embassies around the world, creating problems for the embassy staff, diplomatic staff from Australia, and he will get voted back in. If he was to run again, the fuckwits and Dawson would vote him right back in again. They would learn to read or hire someone to sign their name for them on a ballot paper and vote him back in again. No, I just want, I want to go drill down on that, um, Sammy, because mm-hmm. what what is, what is going on there that he's been able to be elected four times? I feel like we've skirted over that. What the hell is going through their minds, their collective minds? Like, like in the last parliament, like before COVID, he he spent more time in one year in Manila than he spent yes. in Australia. Like, he literally is the member for Manila. There's a whole thing about the AFP warning Turnbull and all that. Yeah. All I can conclude from that is that the good, the good voters of Dawson mm. would also rather be in Manila. He's a winner. If you live in Mackay, yes. if you live in Mackay, I suspect that, that even the most dubious bar in the Philippines looks like an amazing destination. Like <laughs> anywhere looks better. Anyone who gets to leave Mackay to go anywhere is think, a winner. They think of George Christensen as cosmopolitan. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes he's the Donald Trump yeah. of Mackay. He comes back, he brings trinkets from them that he buys at the duty-free on the way back. Yeah. And, and and by trinkets, I largely mean STDs. And, and, they, and they applaud him for it. Yeah, eat, pray, Bundy. hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated wow did we just write an ad yes Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. And, I mean, it's pretty extreme. This stuff. He, he's on with Alex Jones and he says that they call Australia's quarantine regime the Australian version of Tiananmen Square. And I guess this is why George isn't travelling so much anymore. He, he doesn't want to be locked up in uh, hotel quarantine. Well, I mean, what is the Australian version of Tiananmen Square? Because if Tiananmen Square was a human rights atrocity that took place, um, which the Chinese government now covers up, do we have an Aussie equivalent to that? Do we have something that, you know, well, other, the, than, other than, of course, the yeah. first you know, few hundred years of our history no, and, mm-hmm. and, and all no, of no, that? No, no, but Sammy, the, the thing is that they're still being covered up so we can't talk about it. Like the, That's a good point. You know, it's the and in any way, they're not really Australian atrocities because they've mm-hmm. all been excised from the immigration zone. Oh yes, of course. Our, yeah, all yes. our prison camps, Nauru, Nauru Christmas Island, Island. They're not yeah. really part of Australia. They're not Plus, Australian. They're on water matters <laughs> in that they're surrounded by water. Yeah, so we can't really comment. We can't ask. Yeah. Sorry, they're they're what? Sorry, they're they're girt by sea. My they mind. are. Is that- <laughs> Actually, how does it work that the Philippines is made up of thousands of small islands? Anyway, so here's here's this, the situation we're in right now, where you know the uh, state we've had lots of politicians. Uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has had to condemn the statement by George Christensen. Barnaby Joyce has of course 
course, had to take time out of getting COVID to condemn the statement. <laughs> but by the way, can I just make a fucking point here about fucking COVID and how useless it is when it comes to attacking right-wing people? From Donald Trump to Peter Dutton to now Barnaby Joyce, COVID for some reason seems to go really light on anyone right-wing. Any right-wing politician seems to have some natural inbuilt fucking ability to defend themselves against COVID that the rest of the world does not have. The only one was Boris Johnson, who nearly died of COVID. But nearly um, is not good enough, dog. Woke up. You either do the job or you go home. Woke up yep. from that and named his child after the NHS doctors who saved him and then went on to defund the NHS further. I mean, but he, he named his kids after two NHS doctors, so it's not like he doesn't appreciate them. That's true. And this might be the only way he could remember his kids' names is, uh, what's the name of the NHS doctor who saved me? Oh, yeah, okay, that must be my kid as well. Um, but, yeah, let me, at this point, what the fuck, how are these, does, does believing in conservative politics give you antibodies towards COVID that we don't know about? Is somehow thinking trickle-down economics is going to save the world give you a prevention against COVID, long COVID? How is this happening? No, right-wing conservatives are just very experienced in diseases. They're just incredibly well-versed in getting sick and displaying their sickness to well, others. Well, I mean, look, if anyone's going to develop a whole new strain of COVID within his body that will somehow become a STD slash COVID hyper thing, mm. it'll be mm. Barnaby. You yeah. know, we will all suddenly see a mutated COVID where it'll actually be a physical person walking around yeah. attacking us with his razor-sharp claws. Yeah, covid rear or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just not sure who the George Christensen strain that is inevitable once he heads back over to the Philippines. I'm just not sure. And then if he gets together with Barnaby, can you imagine those two strains <laughs> mutating? And this is one of the weird things about Queensland, by the way, Sammy, because I know you're always interested mm-hmm. in this. Um, Queensland has its own strain of Omicron, right? And I yes. heard Anastasia Palaszczuk on the news this week, and I swear to you, it almost sounded as though she was proud of it because it was a Queenslander. Like literally, it's kind of like it's 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 we're the first we're the first to have this strain of uh, of Omicron. It's called something else. It's Queensland grown, and I think it's morally ambiguous for Queenslanders. If something is from Queensland, mm. they kind of have to love it, even if it's a variant of COVID. Surely, if yeah. it's from Queensland, it would be the big coronavirus. The big, <laughs> it would be <laughs> the big spike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that why they love George? Because George is a big thing. Yes, the big politician. That's it. That's what it is. And mm. think about Clive Palmer, George Christensen. Mm. Um, who else is over there that's uh, a monstrosity and a human <laughs> specimen of grotesque gluttony? Um, I think, Gina, yeah, most. No, she's perfect. Sorry? I, I thought Gina Reinhardt was, but I think she's. No, perfect. no, that's, she's perfect. But she's got a big Queensland energy, and you've got yeah. to respect that. Mm. You know, there's a very Queensland esque vibe to her. Big yeah. Queensland energy. I think we found our episode title. <laughs> yeah, so the, the question then I have. So I've got a theory about mm-hmm. George Christensen. Oh, this again. Which is that he he's leaving politics, and the reason why he's sort of doubling down on appearing on InfoWars and Alex Jones and you know, posting all these Facebook conspiracy theories. He's just kind of trying to build up his social media following using the resources of the federal government. Yeah. And then when he leaves politics, he can actually make good coin being a sort of QAnon influencer. I don't think that's a theory. I think that's literally his plan for the past yeah, yeah. year. That, that, that sounds just socials. like a, you're reading exactly from his playbook at this point. Oh, right. It's not so, really. Hang yeah. on. So he's, he's announced that I'm going to become... <laughs> no, it seems pretty clear from his socials. But the, I mean, Scott Morrison has said he should go quietly into retirement, which, 
of course, is the literal last thing this man will do. We won't be able to get rid of him. He'll have a Sky News show within five minutes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be called Outsiders and ins- Inside the Outsiders or Outside the Manila. <laughs> inside, yeah. yeah, Outside inside Manila Australian Waters. Yes. So, no, I think um, we're at that stage now. Where, look, it's the end of the year. It's one of those things. We needed something to kind of wrap up 2021 in a way that encapsulated everything about this shit year. Um, and I think George Christensen um, giving a hand job to Alex Jones has been the perfect metaphor for what 2021 and Australia in 2021 has largely been about. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, thank you, George. You know, it's a work of art. It really is. God bless you, George. God bless you, indeed. Yeah, let's give the last word, shall we, to George and Alex uh, mm-hmm. in celebration of their bromance. God bless you, sir. We need more leaders like you all over the world. Thank you very much, Alex. And good on you for standing up for freedom as well. Thank you for all the time and God bless. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful when to cross the, the sands of time in different time zone, two right-wing weirdos who believe in conspiracy theories find each other. And that's the true story of Christmas. <laughs> the two unwise men getting together <laughs> in a podcast that's studio. That's the episode title. Thank you very much, Sammy. My pleasure. Thank you. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. As always, you can follow Sammy's work and support it, patreon.com slash Sammy Shah, S-A-M-I-S-H-A-H, our gurus from Rode Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network, and also on ACAST you will find his wonderful podcast, News Weekly, that's weekly with an A. We'll catch you tomorrow morning. Bye.